Welcome back to Brain Body Movement, the podcast for those interested in everything nutrition, training, and mindset. I'm one of your hosts, Brad, and I'll be joined by my co-host, Brock. In today's episode, we give you a roadmap on how to set goals for your health and fitness journey. We discuss the importance of having a goal, the different types of goals, what smart goals are, and how to set them. Then we ended with a few tips on how to stay on track with your goals. Also, if you got any value from this episode, could you please share it with someone that may find it useful? Thanks again. Enjoy the show. Okay, so we talk about reaching goals and achieving goals regularly on the show, but let's talk about actually the importance of having goals and then how you would go about actually setting goals to set yourself up for success rather than just ambling along in the gym and just going along bit by bit. So the the importance of having goals. So why is goal setting and having something to strive towards so important? Well, it's that exact reason that I just said. It gives you something to strive towards. Plus, it gives you a clear path and direction on where you can head with your nutrition, your training, your habits, everything like that. So let's dive deeper into the importance of having goals. Is there any other thing that really comes to mind for you when we talk about goal setting and the importance of it that that you you really want to mention and touch upon? Yeah, I think when it, when it comes to goal setting, I think people, they're like, yeah, yeah I want to lose weight. And then I want to, you know, either look like you or, you know, don't want to get too big, but, you know, still have some muscle or tone up or whatever it is. And it's like, yes, that's, that's a goal and stuff. But like, you got to be like, we'll go through everything, but it's like, we need to really break down what you mean by that. And it's like, if you, if you just, go, yeah, I'm just going to go to the gym, you know, it's like, well, it's a lot easier to, to steer something when you know which way you're going to go or else you could potentially go backwards. So even just like briefing out what goals you have will make you get into a better mindset because you could have all these random goals and then feel like you're not moving towards them because you're, you've got all these little buckets that you want to put them in and you're like, I don't know which one to do. So then your day-to-day actions will now align with the certain goal that you're setting yourself instead of going, oh, I want to lose weight, but I also want to build muscle. And you're just like, okay, so am I going to eat in a surplus or am I going to eat in a in a deficit? And it's just aligning every little decision you filter that through what goal you have set for that however long you've got. And it's just it's just a filter running through life and obviously that can change. But it's just knowing that having, having a goal set will send you in the correct direction. Like you got to get close enough towards the goal. Like it's like you can set a goal and then something you might do, I don't know, 12 week challenge, six, six month challenge, whatever it is, like it'll get you closer towards your, that end goal. It's not going to always get you to the goal, but as long as it gets you closer to the goal, that's what you want to uh, like achieve and, and try and go after instead of going, I'm going to hit this by this time. And then it's like, you don't, and then you just fail. And then you just like quit. And that's when, when we talk about the only way you can fail is if you quit. Yeah. So there was something you mentioned there and it was, um, just saying, oh, I'm going to start going to the gym. The the why is the big important piece there. Why do you want to start going to the gym? Are you wanting to build muscle? Are you wanting to lose weight? How much muscle do you want to build? Do you want to get stronger? Do you want to be more mobile? Do you want to leave it? There's got to be a central why surrounding that goal because it's it's so easy to say, oh, I'm going to start eating better and going to the gym. Yeah, but what's the what's the purpose behind that? What's the intent? The the intent matters. The the why really really matters. So, I really like that you mentioned just that that broad 
term there, that very broad, I'm going to go to the gym because mm-hmm. I mean, the, the intent and the why is the main reason behind it all. So with the goal setting, there's different types of types of goals. So there's intrinsic and extrinsic. So intrinsic is something that is coming from within you. It's, it's you choosing why you want to uh, potentially lose weight. Whereas extrinsic is something potentially like wanting to fit into a wedding dress. Like you're motivated by the wedding date and that's the motivation for you. So it's not self-fueled, it's fueled by an external source. So if I were to choose, I would always lean with intrinsic. Always try and do it for yourself. Self first with everything. So when setting a goal, try and have an intrinsic one. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with extrinsic. I mean, they can serve a purpose initially often to get you started, but there needs to be an intrinsic goal in there somewhere. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would definitely agree with the part where you're like, like long-term intrinsically is going to keep you going further for longer because these extrinsic things, they're going to come and go like the wedding, like, you know, the beach body for summer. Summer comes and goes every year, but it's just like, if you have an extrinsic, like you got to use what you got right now. Just like you said, if you're in pain, you got to use that pain to move you forward and that's fine. And then you can kind of like, you got to, one, you got to just start because like you can't turn if you're not moving. So just keep, start moving and then you can move along the way. Like it's got to, it's, it's like, that's the biggest thing. People are like, oh, I've got to get all this dialed in before I can go to the gym. It's like, okay, <laughs> let's, let's reframe what, what you're trying to get out right now. Like what's your actual end goal? And then let's work back from that and then it's a lot easier that way instead of going, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm busy. I'm doing all these things. Like, in, in like a month or two, I can, I can start doing this. It's just like, okay, you've obviously working from a frame that it's got to be in the gym five times a week over an hour, or you only have this certain block of time that you can work out. And if, if you, if you haven't done your morning routine that day, then you can't work out and and shit like this. And it's like they, these are beliefs that need to be broken. And if you're saying that to yourself, you need to just like have a hard talk with yourself and gone, okay, what's actually blocking me right now? What voices outside or inside that, that are actually blocking me from doing this and going, all right, what do I really want? Intrinsically, this is like, I want to be good for myself so I can help others as well. Or ex- extrinsically, I want to do it for my kids. So you can work both ways and that's totally fine. And you just got to work with what you got and then move the ship as, as she rose, as she keeps going straight ahead and then it's just a lot easier to turn than just fucking on the in the bloody fucking port whatever it is and just like <laughs> you can't move <laughs> yeah so so when when i say intrinsic i would always lean towards there first that's just because i've worked with hundreds of people over the years and i've seen intrinsic be a lot more successful long term and as a, as a trainer as a coach and you will 100% agree with me with this Long-term is what we're after. Short-term success, eight-week challenges, 12-week challenges. Yeah, sure. Fantastic. But there's no end date to health and fitness. So long-term success is what we're after. And that typically comes from intrinsic. However, extrinsic, you used a great example there. I'm going to do this for my kids. Now, that could also be somewhat intrinsic because you're wanting to make the most of your quality of life for the time you have left with your children. So it can also be intrinsic as well, but it may start as extrinsic and then you find the intrinsic purpose later on. So 
they they both serve their purpose, and like you said, you can navigate mm-hmm. through the port with uh, with ease if you if you have both. But intrinsic is is seems to be more successful long term. Now on the long term short term factor, there are different types of goals as well. So you can have your long term goal, and you can have your short term goal. Now if you've got a long term goal, and let's say let's use fat loss as an example, you're like oh, I want to lose twenty kilos. Now let's say you lose four kilos. You're like, oh, I've still got 16 kilos to go. That can be quite daunting. So if you break that down into two or four kilo chunks, you're like, okay, I'm one fifth of the way there. I'm actually 20% of the way towards my goal. And that can be your short-term goal. And then you break it off. Okay, I'll do I'll do another four kilo chunk now. I'll go to maintenance for a bit and then I'll go back into a deficit and I'll do another four kilo chunk. So you've got your long-term goal, which is your, your 20 kilos or whatever it may be. And then you've broken it up into little short-term goals along the way that Act as like a, a positive feedback loop. It's like, look, I'm making progress. I'm on the right way. I'm one-fifth of the way there. I'm two-fifths of the way there. I'm three-fifths of the way there. And as you get close to that goal, it's more and more motivating rather than just having this long-distance goal, which it just feels like it's taking forever to get there. 20 kilos isn't going to come off in, in 10 weeks. If it, if it does, you're probably going through some pretty unsustainable methods to get there. So just be patient. Take your time with the long-term goal. But set yourself up for success by setting uh, by setting some short term goals to achieve in the interim. Yeah, you need you need those those little wins, or as people kind of just give up. Like, and that's what we you know we talk about realistic goals all the time. And it's like, how realistic is it for you to you know lose twenty kilos in six weeks? It's it's not that it's not that realistic. So just breaking it down like four kilos, that's that's quite realistic depending on where you're starting. So it's like, okay, work out, make sure that it is realistic and then go from there. And when you've got massive goal, like think of like Everest, like you're down the bottom of the mountain and you're looking all the way up. It's so easy to go, fuck, that's a long way. Like I do do not want to do this right now. But if you're just like, just looking at that rock over there, you're like, all right, I'm just going to go to that rock. I'm just going to head down. Let's fucking go. And that's why I love the challenges and stuff. And that, and I see it all the time. It's like, yes, they're so motivated for all these challenges. And then they do go off after that challenge because they've got nothing to strive towards. So they've got their short-term goal, which is like the six weeks, eight week, 12 week, whatever it is. But they haven't like sat down and gone, okay, this is just one chunk of a big goal that I want to achieve because then they may be going, all right, I want to lose 20 kilos. All right, six weeks, six weeks is going to get me there. It's like, and then it doesn't. And then they either feel defeated because it didn't go that, because they didn't set that realistic goal. So they need to go, okay, this is going to get me closer towards my goal. And you just got to reframe it like that. It's like, will this get me closer towards my goal? Yes or no? If it does, then yes, then keep going and just know that you're not going to hit your massive goal, but you're going to hit this mini goal in between. And talk about like the finite infinite game, health and fitness is a infinite game and we're just trying to play these little finite games in between to reach towards say an end goal which will then move because it's health and fitness <laughs> that's a great way of putting it finite and yeah that's a great way of putting it now with the long-term goal that can also be reframed and worded in a different way so that could be like like you mentioned there your your end goal or your your outcome goal so let's say it's lose 20 kilos that's the outcome you want or it's i want to fit into this dress or these pants and that's the outcome that you're essentially wanting then now you've got that outcome goal you can then go into like your process or behavioral goals 
that will get you to your outcome goal. So this is essentially like the long-term, short-term thing, but reframing it to outcome and then the processes, behaviors, or habits that will get you to said outcome. Now that could be, okay, each day, I'm uh, let's say daily, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I sleep seven to nine hours. I'm going to drink two and a half liters of water minimum. I'm going to walk 10K steps a day. I'm going to nail that for a month. And after a month you go, okay, now I'm going to in- include some strength training. And that's another process that you go and then you have some processes throughout the week that you tick off. And it's like, okay, two strength training sessions a week is where I'll start. Bang, tick, tick, tick. And you just tick off these processes and they slowly move you towards your outcome. But if you just had that outcome goal, then you just focused on that and you've got nothing that there's no, there's no positive feedback. There's no, okay, I'm making progress in the right direction. The analogy you used was fantastic. I'm standing at the bottom of Mount Everest and it's like, okay, I know I've got to put one foot in front of the other. I know I've got to be prepared for this situation. I know I need my pickaxe and blah, blah, blah. I know all the processes that I have to do to get there, but it's like I'm standing here daunted because I'm not going about the processes. So having those process, behavioral habit goals that you can tick off each day, one, it breaks it down into more manageable pieces and you, you can actually go, okay, I can I can do this today. This is just the daily task I need to take. And it gives you that positive feedback. It's like, look, uh, let's have an assessment of my day. Oh, look, I did my 10K steps. I drank my two and a half liters of water and I went to bed at roughly the same time and I got really good quality sleep and I feel good today because of it. Okay, let's have a look at my week. Okay, I got my two strength training sessions in. I ate minimally uh, minimally processed, predominantly whole foods and I did all my daily tasks. What a win this was this week. I'm now a week closer towards achieving my goal. So, Outcome versus process, behavioral habit. I don't know exactly how you'd word it. It may be outcome versus process, but I like behavioral and habit as well because they play a big role in getting towards your outcome. Mm. Yeah, you've got yeah your systems even is another way of putting it. Systems yeah, yep. versus yep. outcome goals. And you need them in your life or else it feels like you're not moving at all. So, And you've got that whole massive goal in your head and you're if you keep thinking of it you will be unhappy until you reach that goal and i hear it all the time so like, oh, i i haven't reached my goal yet i haven't i haven't got to that weight that i wanted to yet and and that's because you're thinking in in terms of the outcome instead of the actual system what you what you can do today to move you towards that goal and that's what i just said before of like today will this move me towards my goal did i do the tasks or systems or processes throughout this day to move me closer towards that outcome later down the track if i have then yes i i have won the day and if i haven't then we need to go all right what did i miss why did i miss it and then you can go all right tomorrow i'm going to make sure that i do this and like it could be i just woke up too late (laughs) it's like all right i'm not going to snooze my alarm so then i don't miss the gym or whatever it is like you just got to figure out and just really super analyze what's actually going down. It doesn't, and it doesn't have to be like an Excel spreadsheet or anything. You can literally just write it down in a piece of paper and just tick it off and go, all right, these are my three things that I want to do today. My top three priorities. If I get these done today, I've had a great day. And it could be as easy as like drinking four glasses of water, going for a 10 minute walk after dinner and then getting to bed on time. Like it, it doesn't have to be like <laughs> hit my macro targets within 1%. Mm. Like, you got to make it so simple and then you can build on top of simplicity. And then that's what makes people go, oh, wow, how are you so dialed? It's like, because I started so small and then I've just increased it over time that it just becomes second nature. 
yeah, I think I think a simple way of looking at it is, uh, will this get me towards my goal? And it doesn't have to be a massive step, like you said. If it moves the needle half a degree, that half a degree over time compounds and compounds and compounds. And the more regular you are with your sleep, like one good night of sleep, fantastic. Two, good. Three, and it just gets better and better and better and you feel better as you go along. Or let's say uh, alcohol is a major problem in your life. You have two nights in a row where you don't drink. Then you have three, four, and you notice the compounding effect of like, okay, I'm starting to feel better and better and better. I've got more mental clarity. I'm not finding myself craving sweet foods, whatever it may be. So long as it moves the needle in your favor towards your goal, no matter how big or small, that is something that you can include as a goal. Like it's just, it's, it it ticks and then that goes, okay, that's that's quite nice, that feeling. I get that little dopamine hit of ticking a task off. I'm moving myself towards my goal. Okay, I'm capable of this. And it's that positive feedback that keeps you going and keeps you motivated. Now, motivation, again, that's a topic we can go into another time, mm. but you need to be disciplined. But being motivated makes it so much easier to be disciplined. So if you can get little hits of motivation by ticking off daily little tasks, weekly little tasks, monthly little tasks, and and going back and reflecting and going, look at look at my consistency. I was 90% consistent here. So I'm moving myself closer towards my goal. That's motivating. And that makes it so much easier to be disciplined. Oh, yeah. Like, like have you ever done had like a to-do list and then you did something that wasn't on the to-do list and then you just write it anyway and then tick it off? That's yep. that little yep. dopamine. So <laughs> yeah. that's and that's what you need throughout the day, or else you're like, "Fuck, what have what have I done today?" So those little increments and just go, "All right, I need to do this, this, and this," and then it's like, "Sweet, I'm just like on a roll," and then you can start building, and it won't like it won't feel as daunting if it if it's small. And then like six months down the track, you you're doing these big, heavy hitting things, and it would it'll still feel just as small as those other things felt because you've now built on top of that and you've built your capacity for doing the systems and processes that you need to do to get towards your goal. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and that's, that's the, that's the, the fundamental piece, right? Is, is doing the systems and processes to get you towards your goal. That's why I wanted to wrap up the different types of goals with that outcome versus process behavioral habit systems, because I think that's where most people should focus their attention but in the, in, in the order that we did, so look for intrinsic, extrinsic, long-term, short-term, and then outcome, process, system, behavioral, however you, want to, however you want to word it. Okay, now, you know the importance of having goals. You know the different types of goals that you can set. So let's actually discuss setting goals. So when it comes to setting goals, you want your goals to be smart. So what do I mean by smart? I'm not meaning like, oh, that's a smart goal. It's not a, not a dumb goal to set. No, I mean specific measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. So let's discuss that further on how to set SMART goals. And we'll start with specificity. Yeah, you got to be real specific when you're choosing these goals or else you will not know which way you're going to step. <laughs> you will not know which way you're going to steer this ship. I want to lose weight. Sweet. How much? 20 kilos. Sweet. And how long? Exactly. Like you, you got to be very, very specific, like break it down into every little part until you can't break it down anymore. And that, and then it can also be like, um, not just like the, what you're doing, but like how you're doing it, what's going to stop you from doing it. And all these other little things that 
problems that might occur as well. So you're like, I want to be specific, like what time, even like going to the gym, be, be specific of like, all right, this goal, I want to lose this with this amount of workouts in the week or something like that, you know, or else you just like, yeah, how are you going to, how are you going to achieve it? Like, if you're not specific, like, do you even have a plan moving forward? Yeah. So you mentioned our weight loss goal. So a, a lot of our clientele is, is fat loss based. So that's why we talk about fat loss a lot. But let's give like a strength goal, right? So let's say right, let's do uh, you're wanting to squat 150 kilos. Some people may have that as a goal. So, <laughs> so you can set your training up in a way of like, okay, on Mondays I squat and it's a more hypertrophy based squat and I'm focusing on exercise execution and I'm really just focusing on trying to build muscle in that session. Then you've got a secondary squat session in the week where that's purely strength-based and you're doing doubles, triples, singles, you name it, whatever it may be. And then you've got a third where it's maybe maybe machine-based. You might be doing a leg press or a hack squat. So you've got your three days where you, that the exercises contribute to that. Then you can go, okay, what accessory exercises can I do? Oh, I notice I have a bit of a lateral shift in my hips when I squat and there's an energy leakage. Okay, I might in- introduce like a, a, a pail of presses to help stabilize my core or some wood chop to help stabilize my core, maybe some side lunges, some reverse lunges, so I'm getting some unilateral work in there. And that's a way you can be specific towards getting towards a strength goal. You can you can set out each each day what you want to do, set out some accessory lifts to it, and then fill out the rest of the training around that one specific goal of the 150 kilo squat. But the fatless goal as well, it, it's you got to be specific with it. Uh, people come into the gym, they do an assessment. Oh, yeah, I just want to lose a little bit of weight. Every time I ask, how much weight do you want to lose? Oh, just just I want to look better. No, no, no. We need to be specific here because if you want to look better, will you ever be satisfied with how you with how you look? You can you can get to somewhere where you're like, yeah, this is what I wanted to look. But then you're probably going to be like, hmm, I wonder if I could look even better than this. And it'll be a perpetual cycle of like, okay, let's try and eke more out. Let's try and eke more out. It's natural human behavior to try and constantly continue to improve and and try and make performance increase uh, performance improvements or uh, physique improvements or whatever it may be you name it along the way so be specific with your goal and have like a lots of specificity around it okay 10 kilos and i want to lose that in 10 weeks okay so when i break that down further i need to lose one kilo a week okay to lose one kilo a week how much of a calorie deficit do I be into? And that's where it gives you these small little goals that you can tick off throughout the day because you were specific with the initial goal. So the specificity is probably the most important piece here because it, it, it covers all the other things moving forward, that the being able to measure it, being achievable, relevant, et cetera. Specificity is where you start and that's why it's in this order of smart goals. Yeah, you just you just got to be really specific. And even with that example, with the with the weight loss of like, a kilo a week, you know, if it's calories, it's like, you know, for 3,500 calories, roughly that's in a pound, actually in a kilo, it would be like 7,700 or something. And you're like, okay, yeah, that's like 1100 a day. So that's mm. quite a big deficit. And then you got to work back from that. All right. What are my macros? How much like protein do I need? You got to be very specific or else you're just like, oh, I'm just going to lose this. And it's like, how, like, how are you going to do it? You got to be specific. And then you can move on yeah. from there. And that's what you mentioned earlier. I'm just going to go to the gym. Yeah. I mean, okay. It's not specific. How many times a week are you going to go to the gym? How are you going to train? Are you going to follow a program? Are you going to follow a structure? How often is the program going to change? Be specific. Specificity matters. Okay. 
Now we can move on to, now we've got the specific goal. It has to be measurable because you can only manage what you measure. So when it comes to the specificity of the goal, like for example, it's the 10 kilos. Okay, how are we going to measure that? You best be jumping on a scale because otherwise how are you going to know that you've lost 10 kilos? So let's say the strength example that I use with the squat. Okay, how are you going to measure that? Maybe you've got an Excel spreadsheet. You've got a little uh, a training journal. You've got uh, an app that calculates it all for you and you can plug your, your weights, reps in there and you can see the, the progressively overloading principle applied over time. And the third one measurable could be time. Like it's like a, okay, I'm going to measure the time frame to, I don't know, achieve this set goal. That that can be another way that it be measurable. So it needs to be it needs to be measurable. If it's not measurable, then how are you going to know if you actually get there? Now, when it comes to knowing with how you actually get there, you probably should write down your goal because when it's written down, it's it's there for you to see and then you can track the progress towards your goal because that's essentially what you're, you're measuring. You're measuring the progress towards achieving your long-term goal. So once you've got the specificity of your goal laid out, you then need to find a way that you can measure it. Now, that could be, Let's say your goal is, oh, I want to drop down to this pant size. Okay, well then probably the way that you'd measure it would be a measuring tape and you can see if you're losing centimeters each week. That'd be the way that you'd measure that. There's many different types of goals out there. You just have to have a way of measuring your progress towards it. Mm, yeah. You, you need to measure stuff because think about it. Like when I talk to people in the gym and I'm like, all right, so you... I trying to reach say this 150 score or whatever. What did you do last week? You know, and they'll they'll tell me, oh yeah, you know, I got 130. But it like you're getting closer to that 150, and 20 kilos is quite a big jump, and you're like stuck at you know fives or whatever. So if you haven't measured that, like how are you going to know? Like your increment doesn't always have to be the weight as well. So you could be like going up reps as well. And not know it. So like one week you could go, you know, five by one thirty, and then the next week it's like six by thirty, and that's still making progress because then you know, like in a couple more weeks you could probably go up that weight because now you've got more of a buffer because you know you're stronger. And some people just if you if it's not right if you haven't written it down, you wouldn't have known that because we are so bad at remembering like what we have for breakfast for most parts on every single day. How are you going to know? You know, your first like set of like a different exercise and like the third 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 exercise fifth set or whatever it is and you're just like especially if you're fatigued and it's like you don't even know what day you're doing and especially if you're squatting like three times a week it's what it's all going to get mixed up so it needs you need to measure it write it down have it somewhere that it works for you that you can do long term especially if you've got this goal like don't don't go doing things that you think you need to be doing like all you should do is like okay, this is what I've heard may be good and trial it out for yourself. It's like maybe an app doesn't work for you. Maybe Excel works for you or maybe Excel doesn't work and maybe just writing it down works for you. So just find, like I used to do massive journals, just writing it down and I'll just flick through my notes and then just, ah, okay. So that's set there. And then you, you've got your base set because I think a lot of people will go in and they're like, yeah, I'll just warm up with the same thing every time. And sometimes that could be detrimental because you're like, no, no. I did 40s, 60s, 100, 120 or whatever. And then you can go like 42 and a half. And then you're already starting in that two and a half kilo jump. 
And then it's like, okay, I, I know what 20 kilos feels each time. And then that's a, that's a nice way of going, all right, I've now measured it and I can just pump that a little bit further. And you're like, fuck, did I really do that last time? Like I must've been feeling good. And you, you could, I used to write down how I was feeling as well. Of like, didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Um, my left like ankle is a little bit sore. Still going to pump it out, see how I go kind of thing. And then I can see last week, oh, maybe that's why I didn't reach that little thing. And now I'm feeling really good and I can get after it. And that's just like knowing your body and then writing it down, measuring it down. Like I know feelings and stuff, it's all subjective and that, but still, that's still measuring something that you're feeling. So I guess perception is reality. And if it's written down, you know why you didn't hit a certain number. And then you're like, no, I'm well rested. I'm, I'm well fed. I can get after it today. And that's just knowing like one, your body and knowing that what you've measured is is going to help you for the long term because you're like, fuck, okay, I did that last week. I've got to match it this week kind of thing as well. It's also a good motivator to go, okay, I know I can do this way. I've done it before because people will forget, like especially when I like train clients and that, they're like, oh, did I really do that last time? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you did. It. I've got it written down mm-hmm. right here. I can show you. They're like, oh, okay. They just forget and I forget as well. And it's just like, all right. So you've got it written down. You're like, there's your evidence. Let's go. Let's improve. And then that's what moves the moves the goalpost. Uh, moves the goal going forward. You know, makes progress towards your, progress. your goal. Exactly. Yeah. So this is where I would really lean in towards the use of technology. So technology can really be your friend here. Now, let's say your goal is fat loss. You want a calorie deficit. You're going to track. Use an app. My Fitness Pal, Fat Secret, Calorie King, Calorie Counter, whatever it may be. That's a way to track if you're actually in a, a calorie deficit. Um, there's apps that you can log your weight in, and it graphs trends of your of your weight. There's uh, you could buy a program from a from a coach or a reputable source online that gives you out a little Excel PDF, and you can go into the gym and you can see the little Excel PDF all from on your phone. This is where technology can come in really handy as a way for you to see directly in front of you, live and direct on your phone, if you're making progress towards your goal because you're measuring it so then you can manage if you are making progress now let's say let's say you're not making progress and you're measuring it and you can see it that's when you can go okay this isn't working for me i can tell because i've been measuring all my data over the past three weeks four weeks i'm i'm not getting anywhere something needs to change and that can then get you moving towards your goal again rather than just being stagnant in the plateau because if you're not measuring it and you're not making progress and you are making changes but then just not the right changes. That's when people go, oh, this isn't working. And then that's when they give up. And as we mentioned many times before, the only way you can fail is if you quit. So you can only manage what you measure. So make sure you are measuring in a realistic way of how you can get to your goal. And it need, the, the measuring needs to be specific towards your goal as well. Let's say your, your goal is that 150 kilo squat, like I mentioned. It's probably not going to be that beneficial for you to be weighing yourself or doing a waist measurement every day. Like it's... it's that's not going to be something that really impacts you getting towards that squat goal. Whereas how much you lift each session and and maybe a little note on each session of, of how you felt, how you slept the night before, that will actually move the needle towards getting you towards your goal. Yeah. All right. You're just going to be pissing in the wind, really. Yeah. <laughs> Great way of putting it. Okay. So we've covered the S. We've covered the M. Let's get to the A. And that is achievable. So the goal must be realistic. 
you must realistically be able to achieve the goal. Now, there's a few ways to be able to tell whether you can achieve the goal. First one, say it out loud. And if it sounds ridiculous, then it's probably not achievable. If you weigh 70 kilos and your goal is to lose 40 kilos, it's probably not going to happen. So just say it out loud and see if it actually sounds realistic. Now, another way is you can potentially discuss um, the uh, goal with somebody else. Now, be uh, quite tactful in who you choose to uh, discuss this goal with, but their reaction, and maybe they may not do it uh, vocally, but like their facial reaction will probably give you a pretty good hint on whether they think the goal is realistic or not. So that's two ways that you can tell, but yeah, the goal really has to be uh, realistic. It, it's it's great to be ambitious, but you don't want to be overly ambitious. So be realistic when it comes to your goal setting. Yeah, and the thing with like say for let's we'll just go weight loss again, just because it's easy. Um, you're dealing with like laws of thermodynamics, so there's only so much energy that you can burn and the amount of energy um, for like say 20 kilos in six weeks is quite a lot of energy. So you, you also got to be like, all right, will this math even work? Even if everything went to plan because life is going to get away. I talk about a 20, 20% life tax as well. It's just going to, you need that buffer or else no one's really a robot for that. Maybe bodybuilders, fair enough. But like for the general population we're talking about, you need that buffer because life fucking happens every single day um, and it's just building up that capacity of knowing if it's going to be achievable or not um, and like you said yeah if someone cracks a smile fair enough or you just look at what other people have done beforehand like have have they have they achieved what you are setting out to achieve it's it's as simple as that like there may be some people online that say they've done that and then and then you go, all right, let's do that. And then you don't achieve it. And now you've got the evidence that you haven't done it. But then you can't let that burn you twice. Like if it's a shit coach, maybe fair enough. Like don't go back to him. But like you need to be setting these realistic expectations on the, on the forefront or else you're going to get like defeated and then you're going to quit and then it's all over, all over Red Rover. And we don't want that. Yeah, so this is where we get into... Or we struggle with the people online that promote ridiculous supplements and um, claim to be natural and stuff like that. Because what it does is it sets a precedent for people of what they think is realistic. If someone's coming out and saying they're natural and they're geared up and juiced up to their eyeballs, it's it. This is where it get, becomes dangerous for people. Mm. Now, yeah. the, there's there's a lot of dangers to being overly ambitious. You will do unsustainable things and unhealthy things in order to achieve a goal because some quack on the internet has spruiked it. So you need to be really, really careful here with it making the goal realistic. So I said before, say it out loud and see how it sounds out loud to you. Discuss it with a friend. Or a third way is if a friend was to tell you this goal, what would be the feedback and advice you would give them? Because you often treat your friends better than you treat yourself. It's just something that we do. We discuss here on here all the time. We're way better trainers and coaches to other people than we are to ourselves. 
I I can't explain why that is. It just it just is. But well, yeah, it's called the Solomon's but, paradox, actually. Ah, uh, there you go. So you can explain it. Elaborate it for me, please. <laughs> so Solomon was like a um oh fuck I don't even know, but he he I think he did some research showing that um they would get someone to take away all like their credentials or something and that it would be them themselves and they would give better advice to that because you're less emotional and stuff so yeah um i would really like to look it up like full on because i obviously don't understand it enough right now to explain it (laughs) (laughs) but i just know that's what it's called so okay so but there you go it's an and it's an actual phenomenon that exists it's maybe you're not so invested or uh, emotional in regards to the outcome for yourself as you are for others. So therefore you can give more realistic and tangible advice. So that, that, that third point is probably one of the better ones there of, of, is it a real, if, if a friend came to you with the goals that you've laid out, what would be the advice that you would give them and try and apply that advice to yourself much easier said than done, but that's probably uh, a great way of, um, coming to the conclusion on if your goal is actually achievable or not. Mm. And you could also just write it down and then reply to yourself. So you could go, all right, so I want to I want to lose say, 20 kilos again in six weeks. Like, is that going to be achievable? Uh, I don't know, actually. And it's I used to do this a lot in, in the sauna without even realizing. I would just talk to myself and it was just talking to myself about like, what I need to be doing and is that even achievable right now? And you you kind of can hear the bullshit that comes out of your mouth sometimes. You're like, okay, I definitely don't believe what I just said, just said. And that's that's that whole like, I'm like so close to it, either saying it out loud or just writing it down. So you, like you could write something down and then come back to it like a little bit and you're like, fuck, that doesn't even sound like me because you could be in different mindset or a different emotional state when you're doing these goals because a lot of people will write these goals when they're feeling motivated, when they're like high up in their horse of like, I can fucking achieve anything right now and all power to it. Keep, keep that motivation high if you can. Um, but you also have to be very, very realistic and make sure that it's going to be achievable because then if you're going up really, really high, you can fucking fall down really, really low as well. So high the high, high you go up, the harder it's going to hit when you come back down. So it's just like, bring it down. Let's get some achievable goals happening and then you can keep moving the ball forward. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. So we've covered S, M, and A. Let's move on to R and that is relevant. Now, I discussed this earlier with the intrinsic and extrinsic. It must be meaningful to the individual. So intrinsic is the way that I would always lean towards long-term, but extrinsic goals can still be meaningful to the individual. I want to do this for my kids. I want to fit into a wedding dress. I want to be able to go skiing with my partner. That's all extrinsically motivated, but it's still meaningful to the individual. So that is the the key takeaway from the art. They they must have some sort of meaning or um, purpose behind them. Otherwise, it's like, okay, why do I really want to achieve this? And this is the why, the why that we talked about at the very start. It's like, why do I want to achieve this? Okay, this is where this relevance comes into it. And, and the meaning and purpose for the person that is, is setting the goals. So for you, the listener, who is setting the goals. If it's not relevant to you, you won't continue it long-term. So if 
and and this is this is I think for every everything in life as well. If you're doing things that for other people, other people's goals, inevitably you are going to break, and it's not going to be a good time. So you kind of almost need to die to them to live for you. And I know you can get real deep with shit like this, but it's it's really important to know that it's going to be relevant for you. So you're achieving a goal that you've set out for yourself, not because someone said that you should lose weight because you're fat or you should fucking, <laughs> you should lift that weight because, you know, I'll go out with you or whatever it is or look a certain way. Like, you know, whatever it is, it needs to be relevant. <laughs> it needs to be relevant to you or else you just, you're almost like stuck in a job that you don't like because you're working for someone that you hate. That's what an unrelevant goal could be if you're moving towards something that you haven't set for yourself. And it's it could be the slightest things. Like you could honestly be chasing this goal and uh, eating all these healthy foods and then other people are just like, oh, why are you eating like that? That's, that's shit. And then you just stop and you just, no, no, it, you need to have that hard I'd go backing behind you knowing that this is relevant for me and this is what I need to do so you can just fuck those friends off or tell them like this is for me right now like you don't have to live my life like this isn't your body like you can do whatever you want just like stay away from me right now because I'm doing me self first mm. self first always right so that's that's the importance of the relevance it's how is this meaningful to me and why is it meaningful to me and then that can be a massive driver behind one staying on track. Well, I mean, even just setting the goal in the first place, it's it's the massive driver behind wanting to set the goal and then wanting to stay on track with the goal that has been set and then eventually achieving said goal. It's, it's it all comes down to that that relevance and the the meaning and the why and the driver behind it for that person. Yeah, it's. I think also like you've got. You got people that have had a lot of negative comments towards maybe their body or whatever it is. And then they could be coming from a really bad place knowing that all this is fueled by other people's opinions of themselves. And it can be a really unhealthy way to live. And then when you do achieve it, then what? Like you've done that because they said something bad to you like no that's why we got to say like intrinsically is going to like win the race long term more than extrinsically of like i'm going to prove this person wrong because they said bad things about me but you also have to realize that you're still playing their game not playing your own game and it's it's really important to play your own game like because you're the one playing it, not anyone else. And play by your rules. Don't play by anyone else's because you can make whatever rules up you want to win. Like they don't want what's best for you. They want what's best for them of the perception of you towards to them. Like they're like, you need to act this way so then I feel better. It's like, no, I'm acting my way because that's who I am. And you got to stay true to yourself. And that's where that relevance comes in of like, I'm doing this for me, not for you. And like we said before, like, yes, 
the motivator at the start may be extrinsically, but once you start to get momentum, move forward, you can find intrinsic things throughout throughout your years of like, okay, this is going to keep me long-term because at some point you're going to be like, why am I even doing this? And this could be for anything, but like, it's like, why am I doing this right now? Like I had it in plumbing. I was like, why the fuck am I doing this right now? Like, you know, so it may take 13 years. It may take 13 months. It may take 30 years, but just having that self-awareness of like looking, looking at what you're doing right now, why am I actually doing this? Is it for someone else or is it for me? Has someone said something towards me? Am I just am I just going through life unconscious with the world and just doing things because I'm a rule, like because I follow the rules? Or is it like, can I question all these certain things, like uh, these held beliefs that I've had for all these years of like, nah, maybe I don't need to do certain things. Like maybe I don't need to eat broccoli and chicken. Like, <laughs> just I just have a hard look, man. Yeah, it may be a case if someone says something to you, uh, comments on your body, and that creates that extrinsic motivator. But then as you go along, you build confidence in yourself and you notice the fact that you're building confidence and you're like, oh, I like how confident I feel within myself, my body, the way it looks, its capabilities, what I can do with my body. And then that's the intrinsic motivator is like, okay, extrinsic. I was initially extrinsically motivated. Someone made a comment that got me going. But now I'm noticing all these these positive self confidence uh, benefits. That's that's the reason why I'm going to continue to go on. So it's it's relevant to you because of the comment made, and then that shifts, and the relevance is now for self, and for for bettering oneself, and for continuing to improve, can to to stay confident with the the newfound abilities you have with your body. So relevance is awfully important. But let's spill the tea. Time bound is the final part. So set a time frame for when you want to achieve the goal by. We discuss on here regularly how a task will take however long it is allotted. You best believe that if you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll sweep the house at the end of the day. What's the last thing you're doing before you have a shower? You sweep in the house because you gave it all day to be able to get it to be done. So make sure you set a time frame of when you want to achieve the goal by. Otherwise, it'll just be this constant thing that is just looping, 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 looping. And then by not making any progress towards it and just having it there with no set time frame, that can actually be rather demotivating. It's like, oh, I'm not actually making progress towards my goals. And that can be like a, a, a catalyst for you going, nah, I'm giving up on that. So set a time frame. I want to achieve this goal. And it could be, we discussed long-term, short-term. It could be a two-year goal. And then, okay, from that two-year goal, I know that's a long way away. So I'm going to need to see some sort of progress towards that goal. And then you set your short-term goals of, I don't know, quarterly, or it could be monthly. It could be bi-monthly of making progress towards that long-term two-year goal. So make sure there is a time frame around when you want to achieve your specific, measurable, achievable, and relevant goal by. Yeah, definitely. And what you were talking about before is just Parkinson's law. So yeah, you just need to get it done. You're like, I have 15 minutes to work out at 3.45. Put it in your calendar. You'll fucking get it done. You could have all day by yourself and not get a whole workout in. And it's just the way it is. Like, just, just have it there. Have it time bound. It's so important to move you forward because like, I... Mrs. is a teacher. She has two weeks off um a few times, few times a year, like a couple times a year, and then three weeks during during the middle. And she's like, 
where the fuck has the day gone? She's like, I do so much at work. And it's just like, well, it's because you don't have, like, you're just faffing about, you know, throughout the day, just chilling and that. And it's like, with us, like, working at home, we need to have, like, this structure in or else time just gets away. So, you need you need to have, like, little time limits of, like, 30 minutes, 45 minutes session. Like, if you have two hours to do a workout, like, pretty good workout. But if you have, like, when the Rona hit, it was, like, 40-minute sessions. I was, like, smashing it. Like, supersets, you get creative and everything. And it's, like, it can be done. Like, it is great workouts and stuff. And it could be, like, um, but remember, it has to be realistic. So, it, these all intertwine with each other, don't they? So, yeah. they all work with each other. Don't just think, all right, I've got this, this, and this. And it's like, no, they're all intertweaving, interwiving, in, interwining, in, intertwining. <laughs> what the fuck's the word? <laughs> Damn, my English is so good today. Yeah, your England is not well today. <laughs> um, Are they all? They all intertwine with one they another. They all intertwine with each other, and that's what you just have to realize. Like, figure out what you are lacking right now out of those smart goals, and just work on one to start with, and then go from there, and then build upon that, or just start small with one each little one, and go. All right, I've got this, this, and this, and then you can like add other stuff onto it. Or else again. You just feel overwhelmed with everything because it could be really good when you're doing the actual um, goal setting and all that. You feel so good and so motivated. It's like, yeah, I'm going to start tomorrow. And you get to tomorrow and you go to actually do the work and you're like, fuck, like, I'm not as motivated because I didn't sleep well last night because I was up all night <laughs> doing my swag. It's like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so yeah. just have that in, in the back of your mind just, just to start a little bit small. I'm I'm glad you mentioned that they're all intertwined with another. They they are. They 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 really are. So probably in the order that I would recommend someone go is find the relevance. Essentially, find your why behind wanting to set the goal and making sure it has meaning to you. That's probably where I'd start, and then work your way down. So it would be a specific, measurable. Like find a way to measure the specific goal. Make sure it's achievable, and then set a time frame on it. That'd probably be the way that I'd recommend going about an order of things. I'm not sure about you. Do you would you have a, a recommendation on an order of operation? Yeah, I, I did say like pick pick one, but I was thinking maybe, yeah, just making sure that you do have them all, but they're just a lot smaller than everything. Like you make it so achievable, make it so measurable at the start, like make it so relevant um, and make it so time bound uh, and very specific. And then you can kind of add on there and see what, works with you because you could be like oh, i think this is definitely achievable and then you're like gone past a week and you're like okay it's definitely not not like around christmas time or whatever it is like whenever you're doing it because you know you've had a few days off after work and you're like oh yeah definitely time for goal setting and let's let's get after it so it's also like just being very flexible when it comes to things like this of knowing that things will change everything's changing and you won't know what the future holds like People will think, oh, you know, last week it's going to be exactly the same as this week, but it's not. Like, that's just another paradox or another, what would you say, another fallacy of like thinking that we know what's going to happen in the future because of what happens in the in the past. There are obviously trends, but we're not going to know exactly, especially for your life, what's exactly going to happen. There may be some like coincidences here and there, but you got to be very aware that like life is going to fucking throw a lot of shit at you and you just got to be ready for it go with the punches <laughs> roll with the punches so, yeah so um 
you've we've got the goal set and there's a few things there that I think could be key takeaways of like tips of how to stay on track towards achieving a goal. So you mentioned there start small. I think that's 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 really pivotal. And that's with each of the points of the smart goal. Like make it super simple, make it super relevant. Like you you already went through all that. And then the other one there was a be flexible. So you may have in your mind 20 kilos. We've been using that the whole episode. So I'm going to just go with that. Were, yep. 20, kilo, 20 kilos is the, the goal weight loss that you want to achieve. Now, you probably got 20 kilos in your mind because you're associating a way that you look with that 20 kilos of weight loss. Now, let's say during this journey, you, you start lifting weights and you build a fair bit of muscle and you may pack on two, three, four kilos of muscle. And you actually get to this uh, physique that you envisioned with the 20 kilos of fat loss but you're like six kilograms from that goal. And you're like, oh, this is what I thought I would look like with that 20 kilos of fat loss. Mm-hmm. So that's that's when you can go, okay, I've achieved the goal. I've achieved what I wanted to, to look like. So let's shift the goal here. Now, goals are going to shift over time. Like as you age, uh, what season of your life you're in, the goals, are, the goalposts are going to move all the time. So, so be flexible. They're two really great points that you brought up there. Another one is probably setting up your environment. So you, you can really set your environment up for success. Now, why does environment matter? If you move a cactus into the rainforest, it's not going to thrive, is it? You can literally put a plant in one environment and move it to another environment, and then it will be thriving. So set your environment up for yourself in a way that you can thrive and that is more optimal for your success. So environment is really key. Now, we we talk about this regularly, but it could just be you're not drinking enough water, carry around a water bottle with you. You find yourself snacking on nuts at the bar, then just move the nuts away from you and or replace it with a healthier snack. There's so many ways that you can set up your environment success. I think you, you mentioned quite regularly is just putting your gym bag in the car. And that way, when you finish work, your gym bag's already there and you can bang, go straight to the gym. You don't go home and then you're in your safe, comfortable environment of being home and go on from there. Yeah, don't even uh, have like shitty food visible. Like that's yeah. quite an easy one. Get some fruit out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, any any others you can think of? Yeah, you can use yeah your positive feedback reward system of like I've now achieved this little goal and I need to be rewarded for it, or else I feel like I'm just doing all this hard work and not moving the needle whatsoever. Like just getting a new puppy, you know, positive reinforcement of everything that she does right. And then she learns and you will learn as well because you are a learning adaptable machine. And once you make this journey feel good to you, then you'll have a, a much better time. Now, that could be a case of let's say you've you've got the, a fat loss goal and then you're like, okay, how do I measure this? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to track my food intake. Now, let's say you know that um, you've got a, a date night with your partner on the Saturday. Okay. Monday to Friday, I'm going to nail within 5% or within 5 grams either side of each of my macros. And then on that Saturday, you can have a a reward. Now, that reward may just be, I'm just going to have a nice steak and I'm going to have it untracked. That's still like, it's still a significant, it's you celebrating the wins of five days of consistency. And then you get to enjoy a meal that is still health conscious. It's not taking away from your long-term goal. It's still a health conscious choice and you get to enjoy a social event with your partner or with friends or whatever it may be while still making progress towards your goal. So your, your positive feedback systems, they, they shouldn't be a case of detracting from you achieving your actual long-term goal. It could be a case of you just 
go away for a weekend with your partner. Like these are all positive feedback systems. Like, hey, we're in this journey together. If the next month we can be 90% consistent, let's book a holiday for ourselves as a way of a reward. But when we're on this holiday, we'll still be health conscious and still be making progress towards our long-term goals. Now, I mentioned partner. Mm. You could just have someone to hold you accountable, right? It's the biggest one. It's the biggest one. You need you need someone there in your corner giving you that feedback. Just like we talked about old Solomon before. Someone like is you give better advice than um you give to yourself. Like it's just the old Solomon's paradise. And now I think about it, he was like a mystic and he gave all this amazing advice, but he had the shittest life. So just uh rewind that a little bit. Um it's uh it's that's why they have accountability buddies and stuff. And like gym partners at the gym, like it'll just push you. Like if you're if you're meeting someone at the gym, you you gotta keep you, you gotta go make your promise that you're gonna be there. You know how shitty you feel when you, you don't roll roll up, you're like and that keeps you going and then that gives you the momentum of being there and just someone to bounce stuff off of of like, yeah, like I just didn't do it. Like as long as you both aren't in a shitty mindset of like, oh you know, uh I can't be bothered. Let's go get some pizza and stuff. Like maybe choose someone different. Like it's got to be someone that will actually hold you accountable. And sometimes, sometimes it is hard if they are very close as well. Like the old, um, you can't be a prophet in your own lands kind of deal. It's, uh, it's important to think, will this person actually hold me accountable or are they going to give me the old love eyes? And I just like let them off the the hook a bit. (laughs) So you got to really know, all right, Set the expectations on the at the forefront. Okay, okay. Look, if I'm going to be your accountability buddy, this is what I expect, and vice versa. Do you agree with this? And if not, then I need to find someone else because I think a lot of people, yeah, let's keep each other accountable, but you don't actually define what that even means. So defining your terms is very, very important for everyday life, and especially for having, like, you're basically having a contract with someone of like. I'm going to hold you accountable. You hold me accountable. What do we do? Like, I would just like call up here and there or are we are we actually going to be like, all right, how many workouts are we going to do? And you tell them everything that you're going to do and go, all right, I'm going to call you at this time every single week or whatever it is. Like, that's why coaches are great. But like knowing that someone is there in your corner going, all right, I also don't want to let myself down, but I don't want to let them down as well. And that can be the intrinsic plus extrinsic working together mm-hmm. You need, no, I'm not even going to bother with the fucking word. Synergistically. Is it synergistically? I don't know why I was going to say unergistically. <laughs> yeah, synergistically, exactly. Yeah, you really have to choose that person wisely, which I'm glad you went there. Like it's It's got to be someone that wants you to succeed just as much as you want to succeed or at least close to the same level that you want to. Um, there's many people, like you could choose a parent, you could choose a sibling, you could choose your partner, but just make sure it's someone that you really take stock in their opinion, feedback, whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, I, I think choosing that person wisely and having that accountability buddy, whatever it may be, is uh, probably one of the most paramount ways to stay on track. Lack of support is the number one reason people give up. They just don't feel supported in achieving their endeavors and 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 that's why they ended up quitting. So don't be the reason someone quit be the one someone kept going and then ended up achieving their goals because you'll get this massive reward as well when they achieve their goals too. It's like, oh, I helped them achieve that. And that can then be motivating for you and improve your discipline and improve, um, 
maybe your self-worth even because you'd be like, oh, look, I, I'm really great at helping people and, and you get a lot of positive feedback from them achieving their goals. We can all build each other up. In Australia in particular, we've got tall poppy syndrome and it's terrible. But we can all build each other up. There's plenty of room at the top. So be the reason someone achieves their goals rather than quit. Now, you mentioned in there as well, I think it's it's worth mentioning that if you're having trouble with even uh, setting a goal or just setting an appropriate goal, a smart goal, like we mentioned, um, and you just struggle to stay on track, then hiring a coach is probably the number one way of getting a, a, a realistic, relevant, achievable, specific, and time-bound goal and then being held accountable to it and then even laying out the different types of goals along the way. So like having, you can be extrinsic to start with and then they drill into you like you're doing this for you, like the intrinsic aspect of it and then having the long-term goal, like you 20 kilo weight loss and then they, they can have checkpoints for you along the way. So hiring a coach would probably be, if you're really confused about goal setting, setting smart goals, hiring a coach is probably where I'd go. They do this for a living. They work with people on a, on a consistent basis towards achieving goals that they work with the person specifically to set. So we happen to be coaches. So <laughs> yeah. if uh, if you do want coaching services, you can reach out to either of us. Uh, our main goal is to, to help as many people as possible and make the world a happier, healthier place one person at a time. So feel free to reach out. If you are struggling, we'd love to help you. Yeah, 100%. We are here to help. That's why we do the podcast for free. And this is what, episode 81 or something? And this is the first 82. time. 82, is it? It's episode 82. And we've hardly even asked for um, any services first. So if you even know someone that might even be slightly interested in wanting to achieve some sort of goal, we can definitely help you out, even just to talk to, to help you set up some goals. You don't have to work with us, but obviously we're coaches and we love working with people. It might not even be fit. It might not even be a fit. So if someone comes to me and I go, oh, look, it might not be a fit. It might be a fit with Brock. Go go for Brock. Like we're all like there's so much abundance in the world and we just want to help as many people as possible. Obviously, we need to run businesses and we do this for fun. Um, but obviously we need to put food on the on the plate so we can eat it and then get jacked or not eat it so we lose that 20 kilos that we've been wanting to for all these times. <laughs> but um, yeah, so if you or if you know anyone that may even be slightly interested, even just send them some of these episodes so they get a feel of if they even like us and like our information, and then maybe they'll reach out. Um, we would truly appreciate it because, you know, we do we do love helping people. And I think this platform just like loves, we love getting shit out of our head and into listeners' ears. So we do appreciate it if you if you'd either share this as well and then we can go from there. Well said. But uh, I feel like that's a wrap for today's goal setting episode. What do you reckon? Yeah. A guide to goal setting. That sounds bloody good. Good wrap up, mate. Good wrap up. (laughs) Okay. So that's a wrap for today's episode. Uh, We just want to say thank you so much for listening to us. If you enjoyed or took any value from this episode, we'd really appreciate it. If you took a screenshot and shared to Instagram stories, don't forget to tag us at brain.body.movement, at Brad Dapper, and at Brock underscore Dalgleish. We'd also love if you shared it with family and friends and left us a five-star review. And don't forget to turn on those post notifications so you don't miss an episode in the future. But before we go, we can leave you with a few things. Make your damn bed, get your steps in, and be kind to one another. Cheers.
we need to really break down what you mean by that. And it's like, how do you measure a specific, specific, eh, specific, oh my God. Spec- <laughs> it's going at the end. 